Hi everybody, happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. With the 4th of July just passing us by yesterday, I wanted to take the opportunity to not only thank our troops for their service, but also discuss some of the common fears tied to those in the military and how those fears are actively displayed on our horror screens. Horror stories are built around the fear of threats that we know exist, but we can't stop. People typically can't show fear and can't be cowardly in the real world, but they can be for 90 minutes during a horror movie, regardless of the genre. Soldiers have to deal with death all of the time and can't be afraid, and one of the therapy sessions that they have for soldiers in today's day and age is actually having them sit in a room and watch scary movies to process these emotions in a safe environment. It's very interesting how all of this really does tie together. All good horror movies make you either question what would I do if I was in this situation or what would I do if I saw this stuff going down? Something that military people have to think about all day long. 7% of all soldiers around the world suffer from PTSD, 15% suffer from anxiety, and approximately 15% commit suicide each year. A staggering 40% of people have fear of even joining the military in the first place. And there are also a number of fears that are really only attributed to those who serve, such as a fear of changing a battery or the simple fear of packing a bag. All of these fears can be channeled through watching scary movies and listening to scary stories, and it's not going to necessarily heal you from all of these issues, but it's certainly a way to channel those emotions and those fears in a safe environment. Talking about some haunted locations that have to deal with the military, we have Fort East Martello, which is in Key West, Florida. This museum, now today, was previously a Civil War fort in 1862 and was turned into a museum in 1950 full of historical artifacts from Old Navy and military members. In 1972, it was added to the U.S. National Register of Historic Places. The most amazing part of this museum, however, is that it is home to one of the most famously haunted artifacts in the world, Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll was a member of the Otto family, a very rich, famous, powerful family in Key West. Robert Otto was given the doll as a child and named it after himself. He loved the doll so much that he built a room for it and propped it up against the window so the doll could see the town. Legend has it that the people would see Robert the doll disappear and reappear from the window, and the workers in the home would hear him running upstairs. Every negative thing that has happened in the home was blamed on Robert the doll, and thus began the reputation that the doll was cursed, whether due to Robert the person's negative behaviors and the energy that pushed onto the doll, or an actual curse. After Robert's wife passed away, the doll was donated to the East Martello Museum, where Robert sits to this day. Since being in the museum, however, there have been happenings surrounding the doll. Many say you can't take his picture without his permission or something terrible will happen to you. This has become so true that people began writing apology letters to the doll, saying that terrible things have happened since they left the museum and they believe it's because they took his picture without his permission. The museum has had so many write-ins that they now have a chalkboard next to Robert where you can write your questions to him and ask for him for his permission. Some will say he writes back. Others say that you can just feel him give permission or not. Again, either way, <laughs> leave the doll alone. I went to Key West last year and made it a point to visit Robert. 
I went to the museum with my mom and my sister, and it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. Sure, I was able to capture the noise of the TV hospital on camera, one of the things I talked about before, but the feeling in the air of the museum far surpassed any supernatural experience I've ever had before. I definitely did not take a picture of Robert in the museum. In fact, my camera didn't even work. But even my sister busted into tears for absolutely no reason in the hallway where he was, and my mom wouldn't go outside into the area where the Civil War soldiers apparently died because the feeling was just so uncomfortable. I do believe that multiple energies and spirits linger in that museum, and I mean, I would recommend going to visit for any supernatural, thrill-seeker, adventure, anything like that. The next haunted place to talk about is Gettysburg and the battlegrounds at, at, at Gettysburg. The Battle of Gettysburg only lasted from July 1st, 1863 to July 3rd, but during this time there is an estimated 51,000 deaths. This was also the most costly war in all of history and resulted in Union victory over the Confederacy. Today, the battlefields of Gettysburg are said to be one of the most haunted places on earth. You can walk the battlegrounds themselves, but you can also stay in local bed and breakfasts where soldiers had previously stayed as well. The entire area is full of ghosts and paranormal activity, and countless people have seen soldiers in full uniform still fighting or standing in their positions on the field. The last haunted real place to talk about is the Alamo in Texas. The Battle of the Alamo lasted from February 23rd to March 6th of 1836, resulting in about 250 American deaths and about 1,600 Mexican deaths. This 13-day-long battle resulted in America claiming Texas for our own once and for all, and the Alamo served as the fort and battle house, I guess you can say. With this location being the pivotal plot of land for the battle, it is now considered to be one of the most haunted places on Earth, but particularly the most haunted place in Texas, with most activity being captured at night as the ghosts of soldiers and their family members tiptoe through the hallways. Moving on to movies. Some movies that are out there when it comes to the horror genre portray military people as these uh, alcoholics and drug addicts and just lost their way. And it's the fear of coming back home and not really knowing who you are and what you're doing, which is very true and very real fear that military people have. There's the other side of it, though, where you have military people really stepping into a pivotal point in horror movies in general, saving the day, being an active military member, and we can really see that particularly with The Purge. It's a government-activated time for The Purge. The soldiers are out there portraying the streets, surveying the streets, everything like that. So The Purge is a good one to watch to just see how the government would use soldiers in a very realistic environment. And same thing for The Last of Us, the TV show and the game. We can see military people stepping in as soon as the zombie apocalypse begins to happen and they start taking over everything. Uh, same thing with the crazies. It's the same sort of um, overview of what would happen. Okay, there's an apocalypse. Okay, next step is going to be military stepping in and here's going to be all the rules and hurting all of the people. So it's very interesting how a lot of soldiers in horror movies in particular normally play the same part. Talking about um, one movie in particular, we'll talk about World, World War Z. 
We follow the main character of Jerry and his family as they go about their normal business. Jerry is a veteran and notices something strange during a traffic jam. Zombies erupt and Jerry is quick to act. As the pandemic threatens to consume humanity, Jerry leads a worldwide search to find the source of the infection and, with luck, a way to halt its spread. The movie ends with Jerry and the military defeating the zombies, but it's an interesting movie nonetheless that brings out realistic actions in people, particularly soldiers. We talked about before, who would you be in a horror movie? How would you act? What would you do? And military people are the first to act, the first to do, and that really bleeds deep into their bones. So I think this is a really great movie that represents what true military people will do, but in a more creative way than The Purge or The Last of Us or an average zombie movie. And the only other one to really mention on the movie list is 28 Weeks Later, another zombie apocalypse movie. Six months after the original epidemic, a rage virus has killed almost all the people in the British Isles. The U.S. decides to get involved now and visit the land, but one of them carries the virus with them and kicks the epidemic off once again. It's an interesting way of being really in the weeds of the zombie film, too. So check out some more of those movies and some movies that are in the thriller category as well. They have a lot of the more alcoholic military people kind of archetype, I guess you can say. So thank you for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday. Be sure to check out more of these military-based fear movies, as well as visiting some of these most haunted places on Earth. The Shivers Meetup page is also as active as ever, so be sure to check out our upcoming in-person and virtual events. Thanks, guys.